Welcome to the King's Word Bible Study. I'm your host, Brother Vinnie Fitzgerald, and today we're going to delve into the Bible to bring you insight from God's Word that will help you to grow and to develop into spiritual maturity. These lessons are designed to help guide you and strengthen you in your relationship with the Lord. Whether you never opened a Bible or have read it cover to cover, this podcast will inform and uplift you. Our purpose is not only for you to know and to understand the King's Word, but for you to live it out in your day-to-day life. Philippians 4 and 9 tells us, Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Today, our topic is going to be thankfulness. Let's begin in Psalm 92. In Psalm 92, it says, A psalm or song for the Sabbath day. Beginning in the first verse, it says, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning, and thy faithfulness every night, upon an instrument of ten strings, and upon the psaltery, upon the harp, with a solemn sound. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. When the wicked spring as the grass, and when all the workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that they shall be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art most high forevermore. For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, For lo, thine enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn shalt thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I will be anointed with fresh oil. Mine eye also shall see my desire on mine enemies, and mine ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing, to show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. The first verse in this psalm is very important for our study. It says, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. We find here the concept of thankfulness. As Christians, we need to be thankful. We can't allow a lack of gratitude to have any place in our lives. True thankfulness sets us apart as distinct in this ungrateful fallen world. Since this is one of the characteristics that we are to show forth throughout our lives, we need to look at what exactly thankfulness is and what it looks like when we are truly thankful. God desires for us to be thankful and to come to Him with thanksgiving. Verse 2 says to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Thanksgiving is not meant to be a once a year thing or a once in a while type of thing. It's meant to be a daily thing. We are to give thanks always, day and night. Ephesians 5 and 20 says giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. First Thessalonians 5 and 18 says 
in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. The ESV translates the first half of this verse as give thanks in all circumstances. This is God's will for us. Now we need to do our part and walk in it. Thankfulness is defined as a noun, meaning expression of gratitude, acknowledgement of a favor, a lively sense of good received. We are to give thanks to God because we appreciate Him for who He is as God and because we appreciate all the great things that He has done in our lives. When we give thanks, we are acknowledging not only the Lord Himself, but also His goodness and His mercy and His grace, as well as all the other attributes that He has, because they are worthy of thanks. Giving thanks in all circumstances requires that we truly take the time to acknowledge and appreciate God and all He has done. We should meditate on His works, because this puts us in the right mindset to give thanks. Our thanks must come from the heart. That's the only way that it means something. If we offer thanks that's not from the heart, we're only offering idle and vain, meaningless and unprofitable words. Verse 4 of Psalm 92 says, For thou, Lord, has made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. We need to be glad and excited to give thanks. When we meditate on the works of God, the Holy Spirit brings back to our remembrance all the wonderful things that God has done. This makes us glad and excited. Then we're prepared. And if we allow it, thankfulness will naturally flow out of our hearts to God because of our joy and gladness. The first part of the definition that we saw before was expression of gratitude. Giving thanks is done through the expression of our gratitude. This expression is done in two ways, through word and through action. We need to take a closer look at how this expression works. In the English language, thank you is one of the most common phrases that we hear throughout the day. And while it is great that thankfulness is expressed so much in our culture, since it is used so commonly and so often, it runs the risk of becoming purely automatic in that it's derived from rote repetition, carrying no meaning. We need to be careful about this risk, especially when it comes to our thanking God. We have to be watchful that we don't fall into this trap. We are warned in Matthew 6 and 7, But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. When we give thanks to God in words, it must be from the heart. If our thanks is not going to be from the heart, it's better that we say nothing at all. Jesus said in Matthew 15 and 8, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. God looks for our thankfulness to be genuine, and it's our job to guard against the dangers of vain repetition. We have to say what we mean and mean what we say. The other form of expression that we need to look at is our actions. Once our thoughts of thankfulness are expressed through our words, we then need to express our words of thankfulness through actions of thankfulness. This is the way that it works. This is the order that God has established. Many times when people are thankful to others, they not only say thank you, they also give some form of a gift as a symbol of gratitude and appreciation. This could be flowers or a fruit basket or money or any other type of physical object. 
The gift itself is not important. What's important is what the gift represents. The gift symbolizes the depth of thankfulness that the person has. It reveals that they put forth time and thought and effort to demonstrate their thankfulness. We have to do the same with God. We need to put actions to our words of thanks. Psalm 50 and 14 tells us, Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most High. Our obedience in this and our readiness and our willingness to give to God to symbolize our thankfulness is a testament that we are genuine, truly grateful, and truly appreciative of God and all that he has done for us. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Both of these forms of expression are good, word and deed. But we need both. God wants us to put our whole heart and our whole mind into giving thanks. That's how we have this lively form of thankfulness that we found in the definition. We have to give our all. God reveals throughout Scripture the proper way to express our thankfulness. First, we need to look at 2 Corinthians 9 and 11, which says, Being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causeth through us thanksgiving to God. The word for thanksgiving in the Greek is the word Eucharistian, which means thankfulness, giving of thanks, gratitude, thanksgiving. The concordance goes on further to say it means actively grateful language to God as an act of worship. This shows us again that we need both words and actions. The NSAB version translates this verse as, You will be enriched in everything for all liberality, which through us is producing thanksgiving to God. The term is producing is the Greek word katergetsai, which means to work out, affect by labor, achieve, bring about. This speaks to the active nature of thankfulness. We need actions to accompany our words. Thankfulness, when properly expressed, is active in nature. The other thing that we must look at is the portion of the definition of Eucharistian which said actively grateful language to God as an act of worship. When we join both forms of expression together, the way that God intends for us to, our expression will be worship and it will be praise to God. Many times throughout Scripture, we find thankfulness and praise joined together. Psalm 100 verse 4 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. Psalm 69 and 30 says, I will praise the name of God with a song, and will magnify him with thanksgiving. Psalm 7 and 17 in the ESV says, I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, the Most High. Psalm 95 and 2 says in the ESV, Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. It is clear from these verses and many others just like them that praise and thankfulness are closely connected. Thankfulness is expressed through praise. We also get a deeper insight into this from the Hebrew that was used for the term give thanks. In Psalm 92 and 1, when it says it is a good thing to give thanks, the phrase give thanks in Hebrew is yada, which means to throw or cast. The concordance goes on further to say that it means to cast, make confession, praise, shoot, give thankful. 
Praise is part of the definition of giving thanks. That's how closely intertwined they are. It's part of the definition because that's how we give thanks. That's the proper expression of it. The concordance goes on even further to say it means literally to use and hold out the hand, physically to throw at, especially to revere or worship with extended hands intensively. When we lift our hands and praise and worship God, we are giving thanks. When we praise Him, we are not only giving glory to Him and telling Him how great and wonderful He is, we also need to tell Him how grateful and thankful we are for who He is, all He has done, and all He is doing and will do. We should never be afraid to praise Him for what has yet to happen, because we know that He will accomplish His will in His perfect timing. Our thankfulness needs to be accompanied by praise. If we feel thankful to God, don't miss your opportunity to not only say thank you, but to lift your hands and praise and worship God. This rightly allows our thoughts of thankfulness to manifest as words and actions of thankfulness. The same way that we find this connection between thanks and praise, we also find a special connection between thankfulness and prayer. Colossians 4 and 2 says, Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Philippians 4 and 6 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Philemon verse 4 says, I thank my God always when I remember you in my prayers. Our prayers are our most important asset as Christians. We need to be serious about prayer. When we pray, we're speaking to and hearing from God. And it's during this time that we're communicating with him directly, one-on-one. -on -one. And it's during this time that we should offer our thanksgiving to him. We need to bring up again all the great works that he has done. We need to remind him of them and give thanks for them. Psalm 9 and 1 in the ESV says, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. We not only need to thank him for what has happened in the past, we also need to thank Him for what He is doing in our lives right now. The Lord is always working all around us. We need to be aware and watchful so that we can perceive His hand and all that is taking place, so that we can properly give and express our thanks to Him for all He is doing. Similar to with worship and praise, when we're praying, once we have made the desires of our heart known, we need to give thanks in advance before these things even come to pass or manifest. There is no better time to give God thanks than when we're speaking to Him in prayer. He wants to hear from us. He wants to know from our own words and from our own actions that we are grateful to Him. The next time we're praying, let's remember to give thanks for things past, present, and future. This is the will of God for us. Our thankfulness and our subsequent expression of thankfulness is rooted in our awareness and our understanding of God's greatness and His good character. It's also rooted in our gratitude and our appreciation of Him. We find this concept all throughout Scripture. Let's go to Psalm 136. In Psalm 136, it says, O give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him who alone doeth great wonders, 
for his mercy endureth forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. Now let's jump down to the 23rd verse. Starting in the 23rd verse, it says, Who remembered us in our lowest state, for his mercy endureth forever, and hath redeemed us from our enemies, for his mercy endureth forever, who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. This psalm reveals why we need to be thankful to God. This chapter mentions all of his great characteristics, who he is as God, and mentions the great things that he has done. We give thanks out of our love and out of our gratitude. Verse 23 said, Who remembered us in our lowest state. God remembered us. Now it's our turn to remember him. We need to meditate and think on him. We need to acknowledge his greatness, then give him thanks and praise for it. James 1 and 17 tells us, Every good and perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. We can never allow ourselves to forget all that God has done for us. We need to recognize it, be thankful for it, and express our thanks through praise and worship, extending our hands toward God, throwing and casting all the praise towards Him. We must ask ourselves the question, what is the purpose of our thankfulness? The primary purpose is to honor and glorify and magnify the Lord. The other purpose of our thankfulness is to show forth the greatness of our God and the greatness of His works before others. In Psalm 92, after verse 1, which ends in a colon, indicating that the next verse is part of the same sentence, carrying with it the same context and meaning, which told us that it is a good thing to give thanks and praise to God. Verse 2 then tells us, To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning, and thy faithfulness every night. That's why it is a good thing to give our thanks and our praise. Our thanks and praise is to show forth these things. Our giving thanks becomes a testimony before others of our God. And these are two very important attributes of God that are highlighted here. Out of all the different attributes of God that the psalmist could have chosen, it's necessary that we understand why he chose these two in particular. It is the loving kindness of God, and it's his faithfulness that draws people to God. Even though it may not seem like it makes any difference in the natural, our giving thanks and our praising of God actually draws people closer to him, and it opens up their heart to hear the gospel and to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Our thankfulness not only edifies ourselves and honors God, it also affects those around us. Giving thanks, although such a simple act of obedience, has a much deeper impact than we could ever realize. 2 Corinthians 2 and 14 says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ, and maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. This is one of the many effects that our thankfulness has. This is why we must keep giving thanks in everything, at all times, and under all circumstances. Giving thanks and offering praise edifies us. It builds us up in the Lord, 
helping us to become more mature in the faith. Colossians 2, verses 6 through 7 say, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. The more we honor and glorify and magnify the Lord, the more we remember his works and who he is as God, the more we will continually grow deeper and deeper in him. Second Thessalonians 1 and 3 says, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you, all toward each other, aboundeth. This all starts with our decision to give thanks and praise to him. This is his will for us today. Let's go to Psalm 100. Psalm 100 is a psalm of praise. Beginning in the first verse, it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. This is an important psalm when it comes to studying thankfulness. Allowing thankfulness to flow from our hearts to God, being expressed through our praise, makes us joyful and glad. It changes us from the inside out. It changes our state of mind and our demeanor. This psalm shows us the whole process that we have studied today. We find the importance of having the right mindset of joy and gladness in the first two verses. In the third verse, we find that we need to have a first-hand experience with the Lord. We need to recognize who our God is, and we need to know Him. And once we do, we'll be able to perceive and recognize His works and His hand operating in our lives. And this is what we are to give thanks for. Verse 4 stresses the importance of coming to God and thanksgiving and praise. And it shows the importance of not just saying thank you, but truly being thankful people. And then verse 5 gives us the overarching reason of why we need to be thankful. Because the Lord is good, and all his attributes and characteristics that are worthy of thanks are eternal. They last forever. They endure to all generations. And this understanding, when we allow it to go down into our spirit, gives us gladness, and it gives us joy and excitement. This coming Thursday in the United States is a national day of thanksgiving to God. This is a great day set apart to thank God for an abundant harvest, and for a year of blessings. Many other great nations across the world have already had similar days of thanksgiving this year. And no matter where we are in the world today, let's take some time and make a conscious effort to set apart one day this week, no matter what day that is, to truly give thanks to God and to praise and to worship Him for all that He has done and for who He is as our God. He has been good to us, he's blessed us, he's watched over us, and he has provided for us. Even if you feel like he hasn't, if you take the time to reflect and look hard enough, you will find evidence of his providence working in your life. We can't allow all the distractions and the disorder going on in the world today to keep us back from being thankful. We need to remember all the good that God has wrought in our lives. 
And we have to remember above all that our Lord is good. 1 Corinthians 15 and 57 says, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Today, we have the victory. Revelation 7 and 12 says, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. We need to be able to say with David in Psalm 30 and 12, To the end that my glory may sing praise to thee, and not be silent. O my Lord God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. Let's make the choice today to truly be thankful and to give thanks and praise to our God. Let's close in prayer. Lord, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we thank you that this week, Lord, you will give us the initiative to set one day apart for you for your honor and for your glory, that we may magnify you with our thanksgiving, Lord God. And help us to not only give thanks in word, but to give thanks in deed, to express it through our praise. Lord, we give you all the honor and the worship, Lord. You are great. Your name is powerful. Lord, you are above all, Lord. And we thank you that you have not forgotten us. And Lord, we won't forget you either. Lord, we thank you for setting us apart. We thank you that you have given us a special purpose, and that you have given us the victory through Jesus. Lord, we thank you for all the good that you've done for us down for this year, and we proclaim that this next year is going to be an even greater year, a year full of blessings that we won't even have room enough to contain. And Lord, we thank you, Lord God, above all. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you want to be truly thankful and have Jesus as a part of your life today, all you need to do is to invite Jesus into your heart to be your personal Lord and Savior. You then need to repent of your sins and ask for his forgiveness. Then you trust that you've been forgiven and you ask for his free gift of eternal life. If you've prayed this from a sincere heart and you truly meant it, then you are now a part of the family of God. Welcome to God's family. We want to thank everybody for listening today. We appreciate you taking out your time to spend with us. If you'd like to give us feedback and tell us how much you appreciate this show, you can contact us at kingswordbiblestudy at gmail.com. And if you'd like to learn more about this program and this ministry, you can visit kingswordbible.com. We appreciate also if you write a review from wherever you're listening to this podcast from. And if you follow and subscribe, so that more people can hear the King's word for themselves. God bless you. We want you to know that we love you all, and we will see you next week as we continue to study the King's word together.